This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to episode 72 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. Once again. That little gasp that you heard from Mike at the beginning, I really thought he was going to go over backwards in his chair from inhaling so much, but he stuck the landing. You could have just cut that out, and then you wouldn't have that gap, and that it would just be theme, and then me going, hey everyone, welcome to episode 72 of What Did You Watch This Week? Now it's in. (sighs) Now it's in. It's kind of permanent. Kind of a jerk move. Concrete. (laughs) Yeah, forever. I don't know why my hands are, like, making a vagina-type motion. I don't know either, but sure. Yeah. It works, I guess. So. Uh, we don't have a lot to talk about this week. No, we don't. Uh, discovered that for whatever reasons, neither one of us got to see Dark Matter this week. Mine was much more comical reason. Mike's was. Mine was, uh, I worked Friday night, and then I went to wrestling on Saturday night, and then today we went on a day trip, 300 miles round trip, to go by my son a uh, seven-inch stuffed Minnie Mouse toy in a red dress from uh, the Disney Storm Burlington, Mass. You didn't want to get him a pink dress one? Nope. Okay. Be that way then. Well, the red dress is technically when Minnie Mouse was first introduced, she yeah. wore a red dress. So we wanted red. to go old school. Yeah. Now they do pink and purple and blah, blah, blah. And it's a boy, so we thought red dress would be more appropriate. So we drove the 150 miles to Burlington, Mass to buy a $10 Stuffed animal, because that's what you do. And then we drove over to... Remind to, me again why I should have kids? I don't know, because it's fun to go on day trips with them? Because I would have driven 300 miles to buy myself a toy. But, right, right, you know. right. And then we went to Saugus, and we went to Kowloon's, the greatest Chinese restaurant on the planet. Never been there. You're going to have to take me sometime. I, okay. I'm okay <laughs> with that. It's, it's that good. Challenge accepted. I will say this There's stuff. a place down in Lewiston that supposedly has won awards, and it's like in the top ten of the nation. Mm. I've been there. But Neither have I. Yeah. I didn't even know this place existed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look There's at a Lego store at the Burlington Mall, which is pretty badass, because you can make your own little mini Lego character, and you can make three of them for ten bucks. Which is really badass. And it's actually really neat, because you yeah. pick, choose the head, the body, the, the legs. They have different height legs. You can make a shorty mm-hmm. guy or a guy with a bendy legs, and then you can choose a hair, hat, and then accessories. I mean, it's... Pretty now, are you limited awesome. to three, or could you say, like, I want to get 27 Oh, of you them. can buy as many as you want, but the deal is it's three for nine ninety nine. So if you bought 27 of them, then you'd be charged $81. 90, well, 10 bucks a piece. 90 bucks. Yeah, 90 bucks plus tax. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. And it comes with a cool packaging that you basically, it looks like you bought them off the shelf. It's even got the hold the hanging on the shelf, and it's there's three slots. You put your guy in, you fold it in half, you push the little clam buttons together, and it seals it. So it's kind of neat. So it's a presentation as well. My reason was funnier for not watching Dark Matter, and that's that um, it comes on Friday nights. And I was having an issue with my DVR box where when I would fast forward or pause or whatever, the, the bar at the bottom that showed the progress and how much time was left wasn't there. 
So I said, I'll reset my box. So I unplugged it. You're supposed to leave it unplugged for like a minute or so. So I unplugged it, went, got ready for work, went to work. Never the box back <laughs> Came home and it was one of those two. Like I knew it as I was driving home. I just went, oh shit. And I got home and I've got a, a very bright wall clock that is plugged into the cable box. So I'm yeah. like, if that clock is off, I never plugged it back in. I looked now it's shit. And then it hasn't been on demand. I keep going to check on demand and it's not on there. So yeah, it's kind of weird. Did they have a new episode this week? I'm pretty sure they did. Oh. But you yeah. think we would know that you'd think we would. It's kind of our job. <laughs> well, it's kind of our hobby. Yes. Yes. Until we get paid. It's a jobs you get paid for. That's right. Boom. So anyhow, but we did watch some stuff. I mean, I did watch one, two, three, four, five, Whole new shows. Whoa. Yeah. I got four listed on here, but I might have forgotten to write one down. Well, uh, I'm going to jump out there. We're not going to talk about Game of Thrones. It's Sunday night. We haven't watched it yet. Yes. Yeah, so, we are recording no Game Sunday of Thrones night. Talking, so, right? Sorry, guys. Uh, but however, we, I did, we did watch Hootin' and the Lady. Hootin' and the Lady. And I believe they went, they went to Ethiopia. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't write that one down. There but. you go. Uh, let's see here. So uh, Ella, co-worker of the Lady... Goes to Ethiopia because she wants to, I don't know, be her. Yeah. She's like, I want to get out and explore and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was like Alex was out <laughs> doing stuff for the for her wedding with her fiance. Because we so, got to keep reminding everybody yeah. that she's getting married. And so she took the call and then decided, well, she was going to go check out to see if this artifact was legit. And when right, she right. got there, they kidnapped her. And then the lady had to steal this wooden spoon the thing. Lady. Which was... It, it was like it was a spoon that went with a bowl. Yeah, but for, like the spoon was the size of the bowl. Yeah, and it was supposed to be in reference to the Queen of Sheba. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, uh, for some riches or the lost city of gold or whatever it is. But anyhow, so Lady Alex heads out there, and uh, she and Ella get themselves kidnapped together now. Because uh, oh, they're efficient that way. Yeah, actually, she contacts Hooten first, and of course, he's in a. Jam. He's in. A, he's in quite the pickle, but he gets himself out of it. And oh no, what it was? She called him to say, "Hey, how do I break in and steal something?" Basically, right. and he's like, got curious what she was doing. So then he followed her there, met her there, right? And then they ran. Like, There's going to be riches to be had, exactly. And then they ran into like this crazy lady that was going to kidnap them or kill them, and. Uh, <laughs> They eluded her, and then there's a funny scene later on where she comes charging back and goes to jump at them, and they just step out of the way, and she jumps off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was. It was like Looney Tunes comical kind of Absolutely thing. Absolutely it was. <laughs> but like I said, Ella and the lady are now kidnapped together, and so Hooten does his best to save them. And uh, it's funny because the pirates or the Ethiopians, whatever the, the war mongrels are, they're kind of fighting with the infighting with each other yeah. because this one guy has his followers and then the other side's like, no, we need food. We need this. We need that. Right. Like, we need things to live. We need yeah, basic needs to live and you're stealing from us. Yep. And so basically the lady gets them to turn on each other and draw down, have a Mexican standoff or an Ethiopian. Standoff. I was going to say. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because they just kind of walk away. Yeah. And he just kind of walks over and he's like, hey, guys, how's it going? Here to rescue? Yeah. <laughs> rescue. And uh, Ella tells Hooten, like, oh, that one guy stole her engagement ring. So he goes and gets it back and brings it to her. Huh? And he does this big proposal thing or whatever. And then she kind of storms off. And, that one, and Ella's just like, ooh, the sexual tension there. And he's <laughs> like, I know, right? <laughs> 
Um, that was a fun. It was just another fun episode. Yep. Another it, fun show. Another fun episode. It is. It's definitely a show that you know you look forward to every week, but you just you look forward to it knowing that it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. And they they ride some camels. Yep. Which he spent way too much on. Like he well, traded away everything that they had just for camels. I feel like he pocketed some money in that I'm exchange. Sure he did. Yeah. I'm sure he did. He's hooting after all. Um, I did watch the two episodes of Preacher I hadn't watched. Okay. So I did watch So those. you're caught up? I am. The most recent one you watched was the one where Tulip decided she needed to do drywall on the apartments. And she gets shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the same episode that we learned about, about uh, Hair Stars training for, for yeah. the rail industries. Oh, my God. Um, that was hilarious. That was awesome. <laughs> like, everything he did was funny. Yep. But he was so straight-faced the whole yes. time. Just like, you know, <laughs> and then he's just like... Shoots the guy Boom, in the head. Right yeah. in the head. Yep. Um, the, where uh, they're rustling the guy, and it's his turn. He goes up, and he goes, I just want to let everyone know I take no pleasure in this. And then the guy gets in the headlock, and he starts jerking off. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm self-gratifying. What's it look like I'm doing? And the guy stops, and so he takes him down. Then he gets a shovel and beats him to death. Yep. And the, the guy's like, see, always use a good distraction. Or then when he throws the guy over the cliff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So now he's the boss. Or like you said, it's down between those two and he just shoots the other guy in the head. So yep. now it's just him. He had a very, very, uh, yeah, he's kind of logical way in his mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. It was. It was really funny. On the flip side of that, though, between these episodes, they are really, really dragging out this whole Will Cassidy bite Dennis or will he not bite Dennis? Yeah, to the point where I don't care. I, I know. It's like either put a pillow over his head and kill him, yeah. put him out of his misery, or bite him and turn him. You know, and Cassidy called, I can only assume, like another vampire. Yeah. He, he was like Seamus or something, and yeah. he had a very thick accent as well. And he's like, don't you dare do it. Yeah. You know, again, do something. Like you said, I don't care at this point. Yeah, just do something or don't do something. Yeah. Have him die, don't have him die, whatever. I don't yeah. care. They've lingered in New Orleans way too long at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, they got rid of the Santa Killers, so yeah. I guess they can hang out, even though there's this other organization that's taking up housing right next to them. Yep. Yeah. Now, now, I've never claimed to be a detective. Sure. I like to think that I'm a pretty observant guy, though. You are. Uh, as are you. Thank you. Um, Jesse had that DVD of the audition the guy, and he never flipped it over to look at the bottom part to see that it was stamped Grail Industries. Yeah, it seems like uh, kind of a lackadaisical... Uh... I mean, he was studying everything, and he told these guys that he wanted them to blow it up and, and do digital manipulation. Number from the gu- My favorite is when they blocked it out the first time. <laughs> see, you can't see, you can't see the serial. Like, yeah, we know, man. Yeah. yeah. Nothing no. on there at all. That's the opposite of what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I want the serial number. Uh, but then they could tie it back to you. It wasn't me. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was. They need to. They need to get out of Norm. They need to. Yeah. They need to move on. Yeah. They should have got off the pot. Yeah. 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 Because they were moving. That, that was the whole thing with this season. Oh, and everything going on in hell with Eugene. I, I don't care at all. I don't either. Like I really. I How wanted to care. little I care is immeasurable. Yeah. I, I, I want to. Like, every time it comes on, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a conscious effort. I'm going to care about this. And then I just There's don't. to care about. No. Again, they, we've made this argument before. They're trying to make Hitler sympathetic. Yeah. They're trying to prove that everybody in hell, if you're nice, they're going to punish you yeah. because you're not supposed to be nice. Uh, they made Eugene's hell worse somehow. 
Yeah, be, by having her say she loves him, but it's too. But you should have told me sooner because I'm with the preacher. Yeah. And how is he not like you know? Okay, well, this is just an illusion because I know that I'm in hell and. I don't know. Whatever. It, yeah. it, again, you're right. I don't. Um, Blood Drive. Blood Drive. The Chopsocky, what was it? The Chopsocky incident or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, they're, they're driving through the desert. This was bizarre. Which, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, did I miss something from last week's episode? But no, he's still injured. He was injured, and she had to get him to the next yeah. place that had a doctor. So they, they end up, like, kind of like the roads cracked open somehow. Yeah. Like, it's separated, and so there's a, a Chinese restaurant, essentially, and they go in, and... <laughs> I love how matter-of-fact it is. She's like, he needs a doctor, and she's like, okay, we'll get you a table. And she's oh, you like, have no. to order something, yeah. and I fix you up with this first aid kit. <laughs> the first aid kit is for customers only. Yeah. I'm like, that's great. Um, but basically, they're both drugged, and they go on a spirit journey, essentially what it comes down to. Yeah, and... It's interesting, too, because each episode up until this point has kind of been self-contained. Yeah. But then this last episode ended with him injured, and they were like, we got to go get a doctor. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so it's kind of continuing. This one also ended on kind of a cliffhanger type thing. Yeah, well, okay, so Aki is like his spirit guide. And it's yep. weird seeing her not um, not as a robot, yeah. just as a person. Yeah. It's kind of really weird. And essentially, like... The trailers that they keep showing you, like the clip of like the housewife and the husband and the baby, and she's like, oh, put it in the garbage disposal. That's where this episode, that it's finally happening in this episode. Yes. Yeah. And essentially, like, he's looking at his life like, oh, if he, if he and Grace were domesticated together, if you will. Yeah. Or like his partner's turning against him and torturing him because he's full of guilt. And we essentially learn, like, in the first episode, he talked about how he got caught by a police officer robbing a place, and the guy let him off. Well, that's not really what happened. The guy was going to let him off. Yeah. Then he kind of... What really happened was that Arthur accidentally shot him. Yeah. And the guy did let him off and then yeah. realized he'd been shot. And incidentally, the wound is pretty much the same place as Arthur's wound. Yeah. 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 I wonder if that's real or if it's how he's probably is some it. significance to it. Yeah. And... Yeah, so essentially... He's going through these different hallucinatory worlds, like yeah. her in the domesticated house and stuff like that. But the sheriff from the last episode keeps following him and apparently can damage him while he's there. Yeah, he and then stows him up good, big time. Yeah, and then his body in real life that the it's, Chinese it's, woman is trying to take care of is reacting to yeah, it as well. It's suffering the consequences. Yeah, so that's a little bit weird. It's a lot bit weird. Yeah. And then the the woman that's fixing him, Grace keeps talking to her, and she like has pictures of Grace and Karma, and she knows everything about her, and even the fortune cookie. Like they get in a big fight a couple of times. Yep. Yeah. And Grace is absolutely powerless against this woman. Yeah. Who's like a ninja, apparently. And then ultimately at the end, like I can't remember. I know Grace is obviously wants Arthur to come out of it, so she's starting to give him some of her blood. Yes. Leading yep. out, she's going to give him a transfusion. But then. The next thing we kind of know, Arthur is, did he, was he going to kill himself? And then it cut, cut away or. I'm trying to remember now. Cause like essentially he disappeared. Yep. The restaurant disappeared, disappeared. Yep. And the only thing that's left is like a fortune cookie in, in the check. Yes. I love that. And the Grace check. is just left sitting in the middle of the desert, kind of stranded. It yeah. No idea what happened to Arthur or where he is. And then the next episode, like I said, looks like a continuation because yeah. he's in something that looks like a, an Amish place, but an evil Amish place. And. Uh, they kill people because everybody kills everybody in this world. Oh, yeah, they do. I love it. 
I love this show. It's great. It's even so even great. this week's episode, which was just really kind of like a little mind fuck, it was really good. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it was. And they finally, I meant to mention this last week, they finally gotten me to the point where I kind of care about what's going on with Christopher and Aki. Oh, yeah. Not not like... And then this week, we got nothing on them. Right. But she was like, this, she was Arthur's spirit guide. Otherwise, we got yep. nothing. So. And we got a little bit of Slink, but not a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, we saw Slink and Christopher in his world, in yep. his mind's world, but they weren't themselves. Yeah, they, they were, there was kind of weird. Slink was like the doctor... And he and he also in his world he traveled back to um, oh my god what was that place I want to say Prairie it, it wasn't it was um, the Cannibal Place uh, yes yes they uh, he was there he he's gone back through a couple of different places yeah some of the places they joined along the way where he's ashamed of Pixie himself Falls. Pixie That's Falls yeah where yeah. he's ashamed of what he's done yep there was a lot of shame in including his- killing the sheriff. Yep, the Isla Sheriff from last he episode. He shot the sheriff. He didn't shoot the deputy, though. No, he did not. No. It wasn't really one. No, not really. Um, Midnight Texas. You watch this at all yet? Yeah, I caught up. And? This show's going to get canceled. Is it because you like it or because it's garbage? I don't think it's garbage. Yeah. But it's closer to that end of the spectrum than me liking it. Rude said... Our buddy Rude said, "Oh, that he's he's you watch me in Texas." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I actually I actually like it quite a bit." So it'll probably get canceled. Mm. Um, it's it's not a terrible show. I think no. though, Charlene Harris, the woman who did it, she also did True Blood, and yes. I think that it probably would be a much better show if it was on a network that could show more. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a full HBO or Showtime. Right. If it was on like an AMC or something, if it could get away with a little bit more than what it's getting away with. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that the source material is probably closer to the True Blood kind of stuff. Probably, so I'd some say. of these dark things. Like, if it was even as dark as Supernatural in the first couple of seasons, I think it would be a lot better. But yeah. some of it's almost comical. The way that there is a little campy in spots. That, you're right. Campy is a better word than comical, but it's just like, yeah. Well, essentially, this episode was all about Lemuel, yep. a vampire. Yep. We learned how he became a vampire. Yeah. We learned how he became the type of vampire he is, where he doesn't really feed on blood, but he feeds on energy, so right. he can kill other vampires by touching them. Yep. Uh, long Makes him sh- handy in a fight. Absolutely. Long and the short of it's this. He was a slave during slave times. Oh, those whip marks looked real, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> he ra- the- he yeah, yeah, absolutely. He ran away and caught up with who I'm going to call the new token Indian guy. Because every time, I can't think of his real name, but he plays like, he plays um, the, the Indian Reservation Sheriff on Longmoor, or he was in the second season of um, Fargo, and like everything I see him in, he obviously plays a Native American, but he's like now the go-to guy who's being a Native American. Right. So, in this episode, he's he's playing a Native American, and he's the one that turned Lem into a vampire, mm-hmm. and then Lem joins his herd, if you will, and then eventually they end up in, you know, they end up in Midnight, Texas, and... Crows get to be a murder. Why are vampires a herd? I don't know. I couldn't think of what they're called. Nest? Following? Coven? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Flock? Flock? I think they call it a nest on Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so they're in Midnight, Texas, and basically he's just like, he's, he he is, his words, Lem's words, or I've went from becoming one slave to another. Yep. I was a slave to blood and he's slave to this guy. And essentially, uh, Manfred, the star, his dead grandmother, 
when she was a teenager was in was in Midnight Texas. She was offered up to Lemuel as a like here killer. Yeah, and he chose not to, and so she instead then used her powers to make him a vampire that feeds off energy. And so vampire you that be a slave to the blood anymore. Right? And a vampire that kills other vampires. And essentially, by doing that... Yeah, he's glad he didn't need her. <laughs> yep. Essentially, by doing that, he has banished the rest of the vampires. Stay away from him. Yep. You don't come near him. You can't blame them. He's told him, you know, you leave all the residents of Midnight Texas alone, you don't come back. But here it is now, fast forward 50, 60 years later, and they've come back. Yep. And at first, he kind of opens them, welcomes them with open arms, because he's like, they're not going to fuck with this town. Yeah, because that one guy was, like, going to feed on the girl. He's like, oh, it's just a joke we do. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. I wasn't really going to feed but uh, ultimately, it uh, you know that, where that's what they're there for. Yeah, you know where it's going yeah. as soon as they show They poisoned up. Lemuel with with silver-laced blood, and then it, it, that got him all laid up, and then they started, they were going to kill everybody, and then, yep. of course, ultimately, in the end, the bad guys lost. Right, yeah. because it's a show. They used this Sunrise Quartz or something like that, and the angel the powered angel it. once again. You know, powered it with his angelness, yep. and it basically made sunlight on the town and everyone died. It makes you wonder why they need anybody but the angel in the town. Right. He seems to solve every problem for this town. So, um, so there's a, there's a waitress on this show. Her name's Creek. And in the first, they all have really weird names. Yeah, they do. In the first two episodes, she is basically established as the love interest character for Manfred when he's new in town. And she just doesn't want her dad to know because he doesn't like specials or whatever. Um, and, but she's always been portrayed as like that wholesome girl next door. And this episode in the opening, she's basically like, oh, let's just be fuck buddies. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like a great thing? I'm going to walk home by myself now because I'm dangerous. Yep. You know I mean? It's just like, it's, yeah, they like, they it's not her 180. Absolutely. And then, you know, later on in the episode, she's caught at home car, you know, whittling out, uh, steaks to stab vampires in the heart with. <laughs> And her brother walks in. He's like, "Come on, I know something's going on. Tell me." And she's like, "No." He's like, "Come on." And she's like, "No." And he goes, "Come on." And she goes, "Okay." It really was that pathetic, too. you know. It was just, yeah. And it was some piss like, poor writing. Right. She's now. like, "Here." She pulls the bucket that's six inches underneath the table that he could clearly see. Right. Pulls it out and goes, "Start whittling." <laughs> And he's like, I'll get my knife. And then we don't see him again. Yeah. She's going to make him. Oh, we do see him later. But yeah, it was just, it was just, it was stupid. Yeah. It, again, I don't hate the show. I don't think that it's, yeah, but it's also summertime and like, that's the end of my show list for this week. So wait, there's one more. Even I have one more. Okay. You introduced me to the show. I have two shows then. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So anyway, it's not that I hate the show. It's just, it's, it's bad to me. It's not great. Yeah, I mean, it's very cheesy. It's tolerable. Yep. On a, on a, it's not the worst thing. It's not as bad as a kick in the nuts. <laughs> That's my endorsement. Um, a lot of show. There's not a lot of shows on right now. Nope. And like, I, I did watch the first episode of Killjoys. I do want to try to watch some more of that, but it's just it's an hour long show, and I, I'm having a hard time committing to it. Yep. I um, hear you. I did watch, I've now watched all three episodes of The Guest Book. 
I and I the TBS show and it's it's fantastic, isn't it? I love how at the beginning of episodes two and three you see those two guys at the vending machine at work like, hey, that new show is telling you about it's on tonight. You know, it's got like those few characters that are in there every week, but the majority is new cast that comes in that's right in this cabin and you're yep. starting to establish the regular characters and then like the new ones come in and in fact in this week's episode it says here Phyllis and her husband Phyllis and her husband's boss sorry. Phyllis and her husband's weekend retreat with his boss from work and his boss's much younger girlfriend becomes unbearable for Phyllis until she finds an unlikely escape by helping a stranger, Marsha, run away from a plural marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a bizarre It was a bizarre scenario, but it was funny. Yeah. I love, like I was telling you last time, how one episode is ending while the second episode is beginning. Yes. You're basically, you're seeing like... Like last week's episode, uh, the first episode, as they're leaving the cabin, you see the Christian couple come in yep. and, you know, it's – it's, And then they keep throwing in little things. Like in the third episode, she's walking across the yard. She's like, ow. And she's like, there's a used syringe out in the yard. That was from the first episode. Um, so also – I think you might have known this, but Garrett Delahunt, of course, yes. playing the and then his ex-wife. I wish that they could have gotten Virginia from yes, from Raising Hope, but it's it was, Becky from you know How I Met Your Mother. You know, boats, boats, boats. Becky, yes, yes. But the kid, I'm certain, is the one who played young Jimmy on Raising Hope. Really? Did you look that up? I did not look that up, but I, I recognized him because there was one episode of Raising Hope where they were talking about how he only wanted to wear a mask of himself for Halloween. And I was like, it's that kid. I swear to God, it's that kid. So I actually watched about a dozen episodes of Raising Hope, and I watched that episode. Yeah. And he's like, Jimmy, I don't, Jimmy. I never really watched the complete last season of Raising Hope. Oh. Yeah. It just, it kind of, it I just fell out. Yep. Um, but it's on Netflix, and I was like, oh, I feel like watching Raising Hope. And I kind of like how Sabrina married and hopes her daughter and this and that and everything. So I've been watching those. It's, it's just a funny show. It was it it's, was a good send off at the end because they yeah. knew they were ending and it was a yeah. good way so to I end do, it. So I do look forward to seeing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Greg Garcia just does a good job with down-to-earth kind of humor. <sighs> That's why I watched the show. Yeah. Because um, uh, I watched Raising Hope was because of the guest book and Greg Garcia. I'm like, I want to watch some Raising Hope. I, I like me some Garrett Dillahunt. He's funny. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he does great in, the, in a serious role as well. Like, I loved him in yeah. Bird Notice, uh, Looper, you know. He's, he's played a good straight man as well, but he does humor quite well. Yes. Now, I got to ask, while you're looking that up, yeah. the first episode, Danny Pudi and his wife, yes. Lauren Lapkus. Yes, hilarious. Did you have a few, like, PTSD flashbacks? Because as I was watching their relationship, all I could picture was yes. your first marriage. <laughs> Towards the end. I may, I may have, <laughs> may have had that. I was like, he's got to be traumatized by watching this. But I, I may have had that happen. Okay, so Grayson Chance plays young Jimmy with musical talent. Nope, it's not that kid. Because that was the episode where he could play the piano. This is Grayson Chance is playing young Jimmy with musical talent. Hmm. Apparently he's done a lot of, released a lot of albums. Nice. Well, I'll, I'll look him up because I, I'm quite certain it's him. But, um, but I'm glad that you like the show because I know the last time that I suggested a TBS show 
the last two times. It was um, Angie Tribeca, oh, which no, you did not like. No, not at all. And then, um, oh, what is it? Uh, the alien abduction one. Oh my god, I can't, I'm blanking People on from it. Earth? Yeah, there you go, People from Earth, which is okay. I'm watching the second season. It's mediocre at best. Um, but I, uh, I'm i glad that this one, you could agree with me on, that it was a good show. You know, it was definitely enjoyable. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. Now, I really, I like Greg Garcia's style. I've liked it yes, since me My too. Name is Earl. Right. And I liked My Name is Earl more than I expected to <laughs> like My Name is Earl, but it was it was really well done. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Nice. Yep. And uh, except for one movie, that pretty much wraps it up for me. Um, I'll just give a quick update that I watched. Uh, I'm sorry. Remember I had told you about that show a while back the one where they had the first episode online. I pointed out, I gave you the link to it. Yes. I think I watched that. Yeah, you did. Okay. And I think you said you liked it. I've been watching it since then. What channel is that on? Uh, it's on true TV. Same one that has Adam ruins. Everything. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, I have not watched the most recent Adam ruins because I wasn't that interested. It's Adam ruins fine art. <laughs> so I'll I watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it, but I probably won't be reporting on a lot of it. Um, so, basically, um, I'm Sorry is hilarious. Yeah. It's like Greg Garcia stuff. It's very blunt, down-to-earth humor. But, <clears throat> like, in this most recent one, you know, they had the moms all gathered around outside the school. And they're, like, looking at the little kids in the strollers. And, you know, one of them's like, oh, look at him. He's so cute. He's going to be such a heartbreaker. And th- this mom, you know, she's not stupid. She just doesn't know when to keep her mouth shut. So she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, look at this little girl over here. I mean, she's adorable. She's going to be quite the cock tease when she grows up. That seems inappropriate. That's a baby in a stroller. So, yeah, it, it was definitely inappropriate. But that's the humor of the show. And I like it. It's good for some good laughs, some good raunchy laughs. And, yep. Yes, uh, this guy, the, the kid that's in the guest book is him because he played five-year-old Jimmy, three-year-old Jimmy, four-year-old Jimmy, six-year-old Jimmy, three-year-old Jimmy. So it was him. All right. Well, there you go. Yep. So that was the only other show that I watched. I got a couple of movies. Would you watch your movies? Well, uh, aside from the one that we watched together tonight, I watched Bad Moms. Oh, with Mila Kunis. Yep. How was it? And Kristen Bell and uh, Christina Applegate and, it was a lot better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw the previews, I thought that it was bad moms as in like, they were like, yeah, we just want to party and we just want to, and I've met too many of those people, you know, who just yeah. want to party and play and they right. don't want to be parents. This was more along the lines of mothers who basically are fed up with being mothers, you know, because their kids are rotten. Their kids are terrible. Yeah. Uh, PTA meetings, soccer practice, running back and forth, right? Any parent, has had those moments when they're frustrated with the fact that they are just living to serve these small human beings who are usually ungrateful, uh, rude, demanding, etc. So I, I can I can um, I can empathize with that. I, I bet you can. Not like every day or daily nope. thing, but and, and that was the thing know, here. Occasionally, yeah. 
So they each had their own thing. You know, Mila Kunis came in and found her husband cheating on her um, mm-hmm. with a webcam woman. Um, Good. And like, like they're both there together or over nope, the webcam? No, nope, over the webcam. Oh, okay. And and she asked him how long it had been going on. And the girl was like, oh, we've been together for like 10 months this Tuesday. And so she kicked him out of the house. But now she's dealing with the two kids on her own. Wait, hold on. So she <laughs> caught... His, her husband... He was basically doing Skype sex. Skype sex. Yeah. I guess that's cheating. Yeah. And then Kristen Bell was the the weird homeschooling mom. I thought she was going to be the, the <laughs> webcam girl. No. No. She was the weird homeschooling mom who has like four or five kids, and her husband is one of those pricks who's just like, you get over here now. And, um, and then I keep forgetting her name, but she's hilarious. Uh, she was the third mom in this little triumvirate, and she's the one who has, like, the 16-year-old boy who's all a little slow, you know, doesn't quite know what he's doing, might make it to trade school, might not. Um, but she's also the wilder of the three of them. Anyway, it's it's them bonding over the frustrations of motherhood. Christine Applegate is and Jada Pinkett-Smith are the uh, PTA bitches who run the whole school and run the PTA. And uh, they're the mean girls. Yep, they are. And it was actually really good. It was much more down to earth than I expected, but it was also funny. Um, I I recommend it. Would you ever watch it again? Yes, I would. Okay. Absolutely. Like the humor in it was good enough and the story was good. And, you know, there were some real heartfelt moments. I don't have kids. Did you, did you rent that? Or was it on Netflix or it was on HBO HBO. or maybe Showtime. Alright, so I'm on the movie channels. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and then today I went to the theater, the theatra, and I watched The Dark Tower with Mr. Moran. So real quick, yeah. I've heard really good stuff okay. and really bad stuff. As had I. Um, basically I had heard the same thing. Yep. A lot of people said, Oh, it's really cool. A lot of people said, This is horseshit. I went into it armed with some knowledge. Okay, I've never read the books. Morang has read all the books and could quote some of them. So we both had different levels of background there. Now, I heard that the movie is actually a sequel to the books and not a it's telling of the book. Correct. Okay, it is fine. a it is a sequel slash reboot kind of thing yeah. to the books. Yeah. Uh, because according to Mr. Morang, in the books, Roland never meets up with the man in black. Like he's okay. never crossed paths with him completely. They meet up in the trailer. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Armed with that knowledge, armed with the knowledge that this was not the books, we both said, let's just look at this as an action movie. We're going to look at it as a fun action movie. And and sometimes you need to do that. Yep. Yeah. Based on that, it was great. Oh, good. Loved it. Some of the pacing was a little fast. Yep. Um, They definitely resolved everything by the end, which felt a little bit off considering that King's eight books in, he has famously said... He said this back when my dad was around and was telling me about it. He had said that if he could ever finish the Dark Tower series, it would fill a library and take him a thousand years to write. Because that's the scope of the story he had in his head. Well, that he should... This was an hour and a half long. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was a very condensed version of the future of this. Um, Okay. Jared told me a number of different things, you know, well, this wasn't in this and this was this, but it wasn't like this was based on the first book and then going, no, it's not. This was like, oh, okay. I can see where they got this from. I enjoyed it. Okay. For what it was. 
Yeah, good I, gunplay scenes. Definitely. Yeah, from the looks of things. Yep. Yep. And some really weird stuff. There were also nods everywhere to King's books. Oh, I'm sorry. And sure I there wish was. that I could have picked out more, but like there was uh, 1408. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, I thought you were plugging your ears to like. No, no, I'm scratching them. Um, they itch at the same time. The 1408 was on there, which was a Stephen King novel that yep. John Cusack was in the movie. It's, um, a, it's a room number. Yes. Yep. Um, the, at one point, and some of them were so mild. Like at one point, a uh, little kid is just rolling a little red car along the uh, floor, and you're like, oh, it's Christine. Um, yep. He's seeing a bunch of people on the street, and he like doesn't know what's going on. He sees one woman walk by walking a great big old St. Bernard yeah. on a white. And I'm like, Cujo. Cujo, yeah. Um, at one point, they find the ruins of an amusement park that says Pennywise. Oh, nice. You know, so there's nods to all of King's stuff because he always said that this was like the crux yep. of his universe. Dairy Maine. Yep. So I would love to have, you know, I'm going to go and look up an article that says, here's all the stuff that you might have missed because yep. I want to know what all the little references were. But oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool seeing that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, I enjoyed would, it. Would you watch it again? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. I would not watch it like multiple times. No. But I would watch it again. I have this urge to watch Evil Dead again. But I'll watch that one a million times. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I, yeah. I want to bring it up. I've had this Absolutely. urge to watch it again. Yep. Uh, the original or the second one? The original. Okay. But the remake, not the remake, not the reboot, no, but no, no, uh, no, no. The, the alternate timeline sequel. Hmm. Whatever you want to call it. Right. It's a great movie in itself. It is. Yeah. It is. And again, if you look at it that way, if you don't look at it as, well, this is the new canon for Evil Dead. Well, that was the thing. Is I remember, like, I was actually on Bruce Campbell's uh, forum on his website back in the day, and and um, people were ripping about it, the new one, because, you know, oh, you're going to destroy Ash, you're going to destroy my characters, on and on and on. And I went on there, and I posted something. Campbell himself gave a nod to. Nice. Other people liked and commented on that, so they liked and okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Which was basically, I was like, look, I love Evil Dead. It's the first, my first horror movie I ever really loved. So I didn't fall in love I with thought Chud was. No, I did not love <laughs> Chud. Um, <laughs> but I just became obsessed with this movie and watching it, you know, and getting, you know, and, and just getting all the, like they, uh, every DVD I checked to see if it has new special features I haven't seen. I remember. I, I want to watch <laughs> everything. You know, I, I, Got it brought to Maine to play in the theater. Yeah. Down, down in, at the Nickelodeon in Portland so I could see it on the big screen finally. And then we went down to Massachusetts to see the uh, musical. Evil Dead, the musical, yeah. And then now Ash vs. Evil Dead. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I have the figures. I mean, like, I'm a Evil Deadite. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I found out they were doing the movie, I was like, motherfucker. I mean, okay, Sam Raimi is going to be somewhat involved. So I was like, Rob Tappert, okay, Bruce Campbell, the executive producer. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And then when I realized that they weren't going to have Ash in the movie. Ashley Williams is not in the movie. Therefore, they cannot ruin the character. So that's when I went onto the forum and I posted. I go, look, when Rob Zombie redid Halloween, I was trepidatious because I do not like Rob Zombie's films. Or Rob Zombie in general. I did, and I was, I don't mind some of his music. I I was terrified what he was going to do to Michael Myers. Yep. Because that's another character I've grown to love. And I love all the horror movies. Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees. I enjoy them all. Charles Lee Riley. Yeah, I liked the new, <laughs> the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, I did with, too. Um, what's his face? Um, Jack Harrell Haley. Jack Harrell Haley as Freddy Krueger. He was I, in the Dark Tower, by the I way. I thought that was a great flick. I thought they did a really good job of that. And I know some people hated that movie. I thought it was great. I did too. The new, uh, the most recent Friday the Thirteenth that they did, the updated one in the in the Jared late house, whatever. Yeah, I thought that was a good movie. Yeah. 
That being said, so I was like, you know, I love Michael Myers. And when I found out Rob Zombie was doing the flick, I was afraid he was going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. And then that first movie came out, and I went and watched, and it was absolutely amazing. I yes. love that movie. Oh, it yes. Phenomenally good. It was spectacular. And then he did Halloween 2, and he did everything that Michael Myers I was afraid he was going to do. Holy God, didn't he? That I movie mean, it was so, night and day. That movie is so fucking terrible. It makes Batman versus Superman look good. Ooh, I don't know if I'd go that far. That's how bad that movie is, though. Oh, I, I, that, it's a close call. I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's a close call between the two. If I had to choose which one of those I thought was a better movie, I'd have to go with Batman vs. Superman. Because it has Wonder Woman in it. Because it has Wonder Woman in it, and she's the saving grace of the movie. Yep. Yeah. 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 And now that I've seen Wonder Woman, I appreciate her parts in that movie even more. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look what she got stuck working with. I know. That dog shit piece of crap of a movie. Martha! Martha! Yeah. Aqua Martha! Yeah. yeah, great. So, anyways... So I commented. You know, you know on why it. though? Why Halloween two? Yeah. Did you notice that his wife was in a lot of it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I'm sure was. that she was like, "Honey, what if we did this instead? What if yeah. We, eh, eh, she yokoed it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, they, they took the mask off Mike Myers, and they just ah, they kept having a horse. Yeah, it was just it was so dumb. It was so dumb. There's too much symbolism. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't like French art films either. <laughs> so, anyways, um, me. But that's the thing I commented on. Ashley Williams is not going to be in this movie. None of the characters from Evil Dead are going to be in this movie. It's a whole new set of characters who find the book and have their misadventure with it. Yep. So I'm not going to shit on it. I'm going to wait to see if it comes out and judge it based on, you know, the movie as itself. And go. people are like, you know, that's a really great way of looking at it. Really great. You know what I mean? And, and then the movie came out and I went to the theaters and saw it, of course. And I was like, this is amazing. And then, of course, you always wait for the credits. And then Bruce Campbell has his cameo at the end, yep. you know, with his groovy. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then later on, you find out basically what it is, is they're saying, no, this is this is an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. And they even talked of doing a sequel to that movie. And they're doing another Army of Darkness where the two main characters cross over where Ash and I can't think of the girl. But wasn't her name Ashley as well? No, it wasn't. That was the thing. No, that was the thing. Is like there was no Ashley Williams in the new Evil Dead remake. That's why it was. Um, that's why it was. That's okay. why it was tolerable for you. Yes, that's why it was taught. You're looking it up. Yep. I know she was in. She was in Suburbia, which was a great Jane flick. Levy. Jane Levy. There we go. But her act character name is. That's what I'm looking. Mia. Mia. Okay. So where Mia and Ash were going to meet up, but then they did the Ash vs. Evil Dead. I would have loved the series. Movie. I would have too, but I love the Ash vs. Evil Dead oh, series. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, given a choice between the two, I'll take the Ash vs. Oh, season. yeah. I mean, forget the third season's going to be coming out oh. this year uh, at some point, maybe maybe early next year, actually. Uh, but they're filming it. They're working on it. Yep. So, I mean, I'm loving every second of it. Of course. Um, so, that being said, mm-hmm. the long way around of all this. I forgot where we even started. I forgot where we started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, the movie you're saying is it's going to be a it's a it's a reboot. Yes, not a retelling or whatever. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm willing to give anything a, a chance, even if it's going to be a reboot. Yep, based on that Evil Dead flick, as opposed to. Yeah. Anyhow, the the only thing worse than that I would say was Cabin Fever. Oh, God. The original Cabin Fever. The thing that originally turned me off to Eli Roth. Now he's doing Death War, uh, Death Wish. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I did watch The Green Inferno, and I did enjoy it. Hmm. I liked The Green Inferno that he did. Kind of you know, reinvigorated himself with The Green Inferno. With me. 
like that. And I actually listened to a couple of podcasts with him and Chris Jericho. And I've seen him a couple of times on at yeah. midnight, and he was actually pretty yeah. good. Listening to him on the podcast for Jericho really makes me like, all right, this guy loves movies. Like he has yeah. a passion for movies. Like I have a passion for wrestling. Yep. And then you can, you look at his work a little bit different then. Yep. This is all the homages he does. Not Cabin like Fever. But not Cabin Fever. That's just that's just horseshit garbage. He has gotten better though. Like I said, you know, now you see the Death Wish has come out, and you're like, I want to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we watched the movie together tonight with the wife. We watched uh, Snatched, and no, it is not a sequel to Snatch from Guy Ritchie, which is a great flick in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a movie that stars Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn, which she was 70 years old when this was filmed. It's Goldie Hawn, not Amy Schumer. Well, okay. And <laughs> this is the fir- this is her first movie in 15 years. Yeah. And I want to know what brought her out of retirement. Because, like, yeah. you made the comment early on, like, she's had plastic surgery. Yeah, well, it was weird because depending on the angle or the shot or the scene, there's times where she looked like Goldie Hawn. And there's other times where she looked like not really Goldie yep. Hawn. <laughs> um, not really Goldie Hawn. Yeah, but um, I yeah, this is not a movie I'd probably ever seek out to watch again. Nope. But I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. And it was funny. Yep. We had a great laugh. Yes, a lot of great laughs. Yes, and essentially what it is... The is, shovel to the face, that noise. Oh, my God. Holy God. Are you sure he's okay? I saw his brain. Yeah. Uh, there's... Amy Schumer basically is a... She's a loser in life whose boyfriend dumps her, and then she has this pre this, this trip, this non-refundable trip to Ecuador, and she talks her mom into going with her. Because... It's like a, I hate to say this, but it's a whole family of losers. Yeah. Like her brother is a grown man who lives there because he's got agoraphobia and never leaves the house. Yeah. And Goldie Hawn is the mother who like spends all of her time locking the doors and reading about break-ins in other right. states. Like and, she calls and leaves a message. I know you're in New York, but in Delaware there was a burglary. So yeah. Make sure you look out. Yeah. You she's know, got like so. 15 locks on the doors. And yeah. Loves her cats more than anything. So it, it's kind of a family that right is going nowhere in life. So they go to Ecuador. Long and short of it, they get snatched or held hostage for ransom money. They escape. There's hijinks. There's Christopher Maloney, mm-hmm. uh, who is phenomenal in this flick. Of course. Absolutely phenomenal. I love his character in this movie. There's, uh, what's that fellow's name? Ian? Oh, Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz, who plays a... Um, he's the brother. Yeah, he's the brother who is uh, the agoraphobic brother who is a giant nerd and hilarious. Oh, yeah. He is so good in everything that yeah. I've seen him in. He is just one of those actors that riffs like crazy, and he's just friggin' hilarious. And then there's the U.S. consulate character, and I can't think of this act, this, this comedian's name either. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I mean, he is hilarious. Yep. Uh, there's lots of cursing. Yep. There's a boob. You get to see Amy Schumer's boob. Allegedly her boob. No, you it is. Yep. Joan Cusack's in the movie. Her, in her best role ever. Because her character's mute. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Wanda Sykes is in the movie. She yep. does plenty of talking for both of them. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. We had a lot of great laughs. Absolutely. It's only an hour and a half long, so yep. it doesn't even take up a lot of your time. Yep. But it's not like I'm going to run out to want to watch it again by any means. It's no. just, it was good. It was funny. Yep. Yeah. End of story. Pretty much. Now, speaking of Christopher Maloney, I know that I had given you a news article a while back, months ago probably. Uh, there's a show coming on, I believe, Sci-Fi, called Happy. Oh, yeah. He was the greatest detective in New York, probably the greatest detective in the world. Now he's washed out, washed up. Yeah, yeah. And What's that coming on? It's coming this fall, I believe. Okay. And I right. keep seeing short previews for it, but it's like an animated horse. 
that he sees and only he can see. And okay. he's hallucinating it or something, but that's his new partner. But he okay. looks like shit. He's like wrecked. <laughs> Fantastic. He does a good job at that. Uh, the one last thing I have I want to talk about real quick is um, the X-Files season 11 coming. They're, they're, they're filming now. Annabeth Gersh is coming back this season. Really? Yes. Nice. So that's, that's kind of interesting. That's kind of cool to see her returning to the fold as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I saw a few trailers when I went to see The Dark oh, today. Yeah. I wrote them down, but I didn't really care to see any of the movies. The first one you may have seen before called Birth of the Dragon. It's, oh, I actually do want to see that. It's the fight between Bruce Lee. I've talked about it on this show, actually. It's the fight between Bruce Lee and uh, this... Um, I couldn't think monk. of the name either. He's a, he's a monk. But he basically says that Bruce Lee is a traitor, you know, right, he's because he's doing he, all this Yeah, it's stuff. allegedly based on the real fight these two guys had. They yeah. talked about it and dragged in the Bruce Lee story, Jason Scott Lee. That was decent, but... Essentially, he because he trains white people in, in the art of kung fu, they come like you get trained whitey, yeah, and then they fight about it. Yep, but it looks like a decent flick. It's a it's, it's a WWE film. Yes, well, that's the thing is, I just looked at Brang and I was like, did you ever think you'd see the day when you'd be like, oh, this looks cool, WWE film? Yeah, yep, it's a WWE film. Yeah, yep. looks pretty good. Yeah. Like one scene in particular, he's just like got his finger up to his chest. He it's goes, the one have you seen my one inch punch? Boom, <laughs> right through the wall. Um, there was another one called Mother, but it's like Mother with an exclamation point. And it was a unique kind of trailer. I think I saw this trailer as well. It's got Jennifer Lawrence walking yes. in a nightgown through a house. Yes. And she never talks, but you hear audio from the movie the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, why did you let them in the house? What's going on? Why do you have my people? And it's going to be Javier Bardem as well. And I heard, oh, who was it? I want to say Ed Harris and somebody else. Yeah, famous actress are in it. It it's probably going to be creepy, but it uh, it was an interesting way to do a trailer because she's just walking through like she's looking for something, and then in the over her you know over everything else is Siri. <laughs> um, over everything else is just various audio clips from the actual movie. Okay, it's a, it's I remember seeing this now. It's a psychological horror, and it's written and directed by Darren Aronofsky. Oh, okay. He did Black Swan. He yeah. did The Rustler. Yeah. The plot follows a young woman whose tranquil life with her husband at their country home is disrupted with the arrival of a mysterious couple. Cool. It might be interesting. It The trailer was the, nothing that I was like, oh, my God, i got to see this movie. Yeah. It says here that the remote country home is challenged by a mysterious couple who arrive and lodge with them, and that's Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, okay. I knew the Ed Harris part, but okay, Michelle. Um, There were two more movies that I got trailers for that both had Miles Teller in them, which was really weird to see both of them. And he was basically playing a similar character in both. One of them was called, like, Thank You for Your Service, and it's from the people who did Shooter and uh, American Sniper, and it's another one of these, you know, he was a vet who was doing the bomb patrols in Afghanistan and was traumatized and now is trying to readjust to civilian life and everyone else. Exactly. Uh, I was just like, yeah, I'm all set with this. I know that there are people out there who are going to be like, I want to see this. I'm going to go with a pass. The other one was called Only the Brave, and it's apparently based on a real story about these guys who wanted to fight wildfires up in some mountain. Oh, I saw that. Is there a scene in the trailer where like they get overcome so they have to pull their fire blankets over them or something like that? Not in the trailer I saw. Okay. But this one's got, um, oh my God, why can't I, I, I'm blanking here. It's, 
Holy crap! Who's playing Cable? Um, yes, it's the same movie I saw then. Yeah. It's, um and not. I keep on is not Josh Bronson. Josh Brolin. Thank you. I was like Josh. I think it was Josh. To Hamill, Pierce Bronson for yep. some reason, but I oh. knew it wasn't him. We we worked together and we got it. We got it. So Josh Brolin is yeah, the. I, th- I think I've seen that. Trailer. So basically, it's a bunch of firefighters who are not allowed to fight the wildfires until they become hot shots. Yes. it's like a classification, kind of like you have you and to I go have through a training. Yes, yep. yes, and absolutely. they keep trying to get the training, and they keep trying to, and they see all the wildfires that are threatening to come close to the place that they live. Yeah, and they just want to be out there fighting them. But they these can. are the firefighters they drop in who clear land, cut stuff back, dig trenches, try to yeah. redirect the fire. They've got the planes that fly over and drop the yeah. stuff, and, yeah. and it's based on a uh, not based on a real story, but it's, it's probably inspired exactly. by actual events. Yeah, inspired by people who do this job. Yep, yeah. I have no interest in seeing it, but yeah. again, I'm sure that there are people out there who are going to be like, "Hey, that's right up my alley." <laughs> I was like, "Absolutely!" Yeah. I was like, "It's backdraft, backdraft too." Uh, Wildlands Boogaloo. <laughs> I know so many firefighters that shit all over backdraft. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In my uh, EFD training, it yeah. was like, let me tell you everything wrong with that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, uh, I had, I'm sure everybody knows about this, but there's a big thing going on right now where Disney has pulled all their stuff from Netflix. Well, they haven't pulled it yet, but they're going to be. See, that's what I thought the other day, too. And yeah. then Rude was like, no, they already pulled it. It's already gone. No, it's gone. no, it's no, gone. no, no, no. Actually, their deal goes through 2019, and they can cycle stuff in and out. That's how their deal works. Okay. But it's not all gone. My kids are still watching it, for mm. crying out loud. But essentially, it looks like a big chunk is going to come out in 18. The rest are going to come out in 19. Because Honestly, Disney wants to do their own streaming stuff. Basically, yeah, that's what it's pointing to. So, But there's still talk, like, is Disney going to also have all their Marvel and Star Wars stuff on there? Because, like, is the that Defenders gonna stay on stuff? Netflix? Well, all that stuff's separate. Those are separate deals. Those will stay on Netflix. Good. I read something about that. Those, those, All those shows are safe. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a Disney-owned property that has no ties to Netflix. Exactly. So, like, probably that or Agent Carter or all the movies. Yeah. But... Again, there's talk of well, they're trying to get a deal going because Netflix is like, don't take it from us. Because if you, not only just, but if you think of all the Disney shows that are on there, there's not a lot of movies either, cartoon movies, but there's there's some. Yeah. There's a lot of the half hour like the teen comedy stuff that my kids love to watch, like Bonked or Life with Sweet Life of Zach and whatever and, and Jesse and yeah, you lost me. Uh, whatever else they watch. One with the twin girls who play the same. The one girl that plays the twin girls. Um, okay. And uh, the only other thing that I had was some good news, which you may have already heard, but Glow got renewed for a second season. Yes, that is amazingly great. Yeah, I'm excited about that. that. With the going to the going to the, the streaming stuff, I want to I want to chat about that a little bit. I know we talked to, I know we talked about that when it came to the, the Star Trek Discovery. Yes, which I've now read that after it airs on the uh, CBS app, it'll air like as a summer fill-in series next summer. Okay, so, so I can wait for that. Right, um, but like with Disney going to do their own streaming service now, it gets to the point where okay. HBO was basically the first one that was like, hey, we can just launch our own stream. People pay us directly. We can cut out the middleman, you yep. know, cut out the uh, cable companies or whatever. Yep. And then, like, Showtime's done it. And now, like I told you, the Boomerang has theirs at 5 bucks a month or 35 bucks for the year. Stars I get for 8 bucks a month through Amazon. Exactly. And some of them, like, some of them, like, Stars and Showtime have deals through Hulu yep. as well. Yep. Um, but anyhow, so it's going to come to the point now where it's going to be like, okay, well, Currently, with my antenna, Hulu, and Netflix, it's I'm paying way less than what cable is. Yes. 
I spend 35 bucks a month on internet. It's not the best. It works for me though. You're going to start spending $10 more a month, I assume, and get the cable. Well, see, when they put the line in the house, they drilled through one of my support beams. Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't living here, but they drilled through the support beam and rotted all around it. So when we bought the house, we had to replace that beam. So we had to cut the line. When we replaced the beam, the line cut out. So I don't think I have cable coming in the house anymore. Do you have steel walls? I do not. Do you have concrete walls? No. Okay. I bet they can drill another I'm hole. I'm sure they can, house. but I don't want them drilling another hole through my foundation just to rot out again like it, it did last time. doesn't go through your foundation. They can do it right through a regular wall. Fair enough. But I'm just – I got to look into that. Yeah. yeah. But most likely, I'm going to probably switch to Spectrum because it's it's $45 a month and it's 60 Yeah. I, I get 7 For 35 35 <laughs> a fair point, yeah. But it was so much you cheaper. Seven than, it was DSL. Yeah. It was so much cheaper than yep. Time Warner Cable, yep. you know, that it was just, it was, it was so, it's, it was worth it. And it's worked for me. It's, it hasn't, I haven't had any issues, so to speak, you know, but anyhow, so going back to that, but like, you know, with right now it's affordable to have this, but like, you know, like if I want to watch CBS, I got to get their app. If I don't have an antenna or whatever, you know, if I want to, now, if I want to have all the Disney shows or whatever, I got to get the Disney app. Yeah. Well, like currently, I have the Disney Junior app, and I have the Disney XD app, and I have the Disney Channel app uh, on Roku, and I put my mom's username and password in, and I get the shows. You can watch the channel live. Yep. So depending on how much this Disney streaming service is, I mean, if you can watch all their channels live stream and then have the on-demand access, right. and it's 10 bucks a month, I would probably do that. But then there's a limit that I'm going to do on that because I've heard recently, like, Nesson has this online streaming service now, so you can watch Red Sox games. If you're a Red Sox fan, you know what I mean, and you don't have cable or yep. whatever. But I think that's like, you know, a few bucks a month or whatever. So it's like if you start nickel and diming yourself, at some point it's going to be like, well, I should just get cable. Here's the interesting thing. Yeah. For years now, yeah. you know this, I know this, people have been clamoring to the cable companies, not just up here, not just Time Warner, but across the country, yeah. and saying – we want a la carte service. Yes. We want to be able to say, I want this network, I want this network, I want this network. Now we're kind of getting towards that with yeah. all these premium channels that are doing it, Disney, Hulu, etc. We're getting to the point where yeah. people are actually doing that. And you're right. Once you reach a certain point, you're like, would it just be cheaper to get the cable? Yeah. You know, if – this is only eight bucks a month, and this one's only eleven ninety nine a month, and this one's only eight, and this one, and then pretty soon you're like, well, I'm paying one hundred ninety dollars a month between all the little apps. Exactly, and, yeah. But it's nice that we at least have that choice. Correct. Correct. Know? Yeah. But think about because, like, for instance, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you could subscribe to HBO when Game of Thrones is on yeah. for the couple of months it's on, and then cancel. Stars for Ash vs. Evil Dead. If you're like, I don't care about the rest of it. Subscribe to Stars for a couple of months while it's on and then cancel. You know, I mean, so, I mean, there there is positives to that aspect of it. You can just get it for a little while and cancel it or whatever. Like, um, my wife wanted to watch the last season of Shameless. Mm -hmm. And so we got a, uh, I could get Showtime through Hulu, but you got like a 14-day trial first or 30-day trial and then you would be billed. So I was like, you got 30 days to watch this show. <laughs> like the whole season was loaded on there and then, you know, and she did. And then I canceled that type of thing. Yep. But, you know, so like there's always, there's always a way to only buy it for a month. 
And then remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talking on the podcast about how they've announced that they're going to start taking Hulu numbers into consideration for Nielsen ratings. Yes. So, you know, and, and HBO reports those numbers as well. So you'll always see those in the news reports, you know, Oh, uh, game of Thrones broke records with the most number of concurrent viewers. So I, again, I think that's a positive as well. If they're starting to adapt to that technology and say, you know, the Nielsen rating said that it was piss poor. Well, did you take into account DVRs? Did you take into account Hulu watching? Yeah. That makes a big difference. It really does. Especially like I don't have cable. I haven't had cable for five and a half years now and I'm not unhappy about it. Like, I don't feel like I've missed out. Right. You know, like I got my antenna. I, I bet it was an adjustment period at first. Initially it was very rough. Cause I had like, you know, big package with the DVR and I had all my shows. Mr. Braggart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Got a big package. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so yeah, it was a little bit of a harsh adjustment mm. initially, but uh, I've grown so accustomed to it that I don't, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. yeah. So. You'd mentioned when we started talking about that with Star Trek discovery, and I'm sure that you've been following some of the stories on that and like the controversy over how the Klingons look and they're claiming, Oh, well, we, you know, we've got a, We've got reasons behind this, and a lot of people just aren't buying it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to pay for their all-access service. Neither am I. Uh, I read an interesting article, though, that was – it was not just like an opinion piece. It was actual stuff that they had researched. But they said that, honestly, it looks like the Orville, Seth MacFarlane's, yeah. could be more what Trek fans are looking for than Star really? Trek Discovery. And they were talking about how, like, this has been what Seth MacFarlane has wanted to do all along. Yeah. Like, when he first came into TV, he said, I want to do something like Star Trek. I love Star Trek. I grew up on Star Trek. Let me have something like that. The Orville actually looks great. Yeah. Because it's not just straight comedy. It's supposed to also be some drama. Right. But they were saying, you know, the actual exploration, the actual, like, campiness. This is going to be closer to what original Star Trek was before the movies or anything like that. Nice. Um, they said it really looks, and then you've got Star Trek discovery, which you've got to pay a separate fee for, yep. and they're doling it out to you. It's more action oriented, like the movies yep. of recent fame or infamy, depending on who you are. I don't, um, I didn't mind them. I didn't mind them either. Some Trek fans have had a problem with them because they look at Trek as the more slow paced, you know, the more diplomatic and yeah, Brain teaser type of stuff rather right. than straight up action and shooting and killing. Um, but anyway, they were they were saying that, you know, in that respect, in the respect that it's these weird looking Klingons, etc., that it's quite likely that the Orville will scratch that itch that Trek fans have more than Star Trek Discovery. So oh. I thought that was a pretty good That's a pretty testament. big statement, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty big statement. And let's face it, like, you could say whatever you want about Seth MacFarlane, like, oh, Family Guy's so crude and... The guy's a genius. Like, he's... Yeah. Family Guy was canceled how many times? Three times? Yeah. And then brought back? Uh, up to season 20 or something yeah. ridiculous like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, American Dad yep. was his creation. Cleveland Show didn't really last, but that's okay. He's got um, a couple others. A couple of movies. He's an accomplished singer. Yeah. Oh, so he's given speeches. He, he's a great guy. He really knows what he's doing, and I think that he's going to do the Orville justice. So. Oh, yeah. I really like the million ways to die in the West. Oh my God, I, love I thought that was hilarious. And the Ted movies are decent. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. But, uh, anything else? I don't think so. I guess, I guess we're going to wrap it up then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not a lot to talk about this week, but that's okay. No, just a hour, two minutes of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, reach out, let us know what you watched or 
what you think we should watch. Or if you disagree, agree. We like feedback. Yes. Yes. Feedback is good. Positive, negative, in between. Yeah, whatever. And we and we do take all suggestions into consideration. Yep. Uh, you can find us on the old Twitter machine. The show is at What Did You Watch? I'm at Superstar Mal. I'm at the Quantum Geek G33K. And we've got our Facebook page. Check that out too. Thanks. Thanks everybody. Talk to you next week.